Hey everybody, welcome to a live stream. My keyboard finally decided to start working. I had to re-plug plug it in and plug it out or whatever. But at least I'm live now. <laughs> God, technology can be such a pain. Hold on a second. Let me see uh, if I can figure things out here. Ugh. Takes a while whenever I haven't done this. Welcome to Break the Cycle with DST. I am your host, Dwayne. I am not an attorney, nor am I a therapist. I'm, an in, I'm a guy like you guys. Been through a tough experience, came up with some things that work for me. I share with you to help you get your life back, minimize the effects of a toxic relationship, and help you repair your life and the relationship with your kids. Remember, only a licensed professional can diagnose somebody with a personality disorder, so don't go around telling everybody that you figured your ex out and you know what they are and they have this and they have that. Don't do it. It just doesn't help you. It it hurts your credibility and just makes up, potentially makes things worse. If you really like what's going on here, you can be a channel member and hopefully uh, interact with me on our member only section. But when you do it, you get custom badges, special emojis, actually special, <laughs> special badges, custom emojis, Name listed in the credits, member only events and access to uh, other things. I've been wanting to try to do another one of my Zoom call things with everybody on the member side. I just haven't done it. Maybe we'll do that tomorrow. I thought I was going to leave town this weekend, but the weather has had different a different idea. If you want to get notified when things like this happen, be on that short list and get a direct message to your to your phone or to your device. You can text DSD Live to eight four four. 598-0012. And when you do that, you'll be added to the DSD SMS mailing list. Pretty exciting stuff. <laughs> if you, I think I'm going to try to turn this on. If you want to participate in the show, you can call in. I'll turn this on a little bit. Numbers 1-424-373-5483 or 1-424-DSD-LIVE. And I timed it perfectly. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Oh, thanks. Thanks, T-Solo. Super, first super chat of the day. Thanks. Oh, you didn't say anything, though. Yeah, well, thank you very much, man. appreciate it. Let's see. <laughs> I like this. John says, uh, Dwayne isn't a doctor either and didn't play one on TV. <laughs> that would be a true statement. <laughs> Anyways, how's everybody doing? What do we got? We got a couple people here. 24 people so far. Oh, let me, you know what? I didn't actually turn the phone line on. Or did I? Did I turn the phone line? No host connection. Please connect host. All right. I'm going to grab my Whizbang phone here and I'm going to uh I'm going to go to my favorites. I'm going to dial into it and I Yep, you can hear it. It's dialing in. Thank you for calling Colin Studio. I'll just let that play. Why not? You guys get to see the, the behind-the-scenes stuff. Welcome, host. Welcome, you are now host. in a host room. Anyway, so if you guys are interested, that is the phone lines if you want to dial in. Um, I, I'm thinking I'm probably going to just delete this live stream like I have been doing lately. The last one I did, for anyone who's watching right now, I said I was going to remove, and I did. I do appreciate the handful of people who uh, reached out to me on uh, on Epic, on Fortnite or whatever. I've had played a, played a couple of rounds with some people. That's been kind of fun. So 
Let's see. <laughs> Up Your Food Game says, this is like a reunion. Dwayne and the usual suspects. Hope. Whoops. All is well. 24 people. How many likes? I don't know. I'm not sure how many likes. Hard to say. Oh, look, Debbie even, Debbie even uh, was able to jump on today. That's cool. And I forgot to tell her that I was going to do this. <laughs> Anyways, so let me see what we got going on in the comments. Everyone's just kind of chilling out. How's everybody else doing, uh, doing in, in, the, in the world and their weather? I mean, I know California has kind of fake weather, but man, the, the, wind, has been, the wind has been blowing. I wonder what the weather is here. Let's see. I wonder if I can look it up. Whoops. 48 degrees. That's what it says it is right now. With And the wind is blowing like a banshee. I was even going to pull out my drone today and put it up in the air, but nope, not in this weather. I made some coffee. My, my daughter gave me this. For, when is it going to focus? Oh, I got to cover my face. Oh, it's there it goes. My daughter gave me that for Christmas, I think. So, oh man, James is out there. Hey, James, how you doing? Haven't seen you around in a while. Actually, I haven't seen anyone around in a while. Seems like I hardly ever do anything anymore. T Solo says, currently me and the ex have 50-50. My daughter is 15. She tells me that her mom has been verbal abusive and she now wants to live with me what do i do do i go back to court t i tell you what man the only in this situation the only way i would go back to court is if you are one thousand percent sure your daughter would actually say that in court and then you also have to well i mean that's kind of the main thing because if your daughter recants that change and i've known people who've had this happen where their kid says, oh, I want to live with you, daddy. Actually, this happened to a buddy of mine um, that I work with. He, uh, His daughter said she wanted to live with him. So he's like, okay, mash the button, file, did everything. And the ex was able to convince his daughter to change her mind. He went to court. She said, well, no, I don't really want to do that. I just said what, you know, what I thought he wanted to hear. He lost a ton of money in court, and while they were there, since since we were since we're already here, let's go ahead and reevaluate child support. So his child support went up. So you got to, I don't know, man. T, that's a tough one. You know, I, I you you're, I hate it whenever it does that. You are going to have to um, really think about that one yourself, right? And you more than likely know what your daughter really means, right? I mean, oftentimes we want to hear that. I mean, for instance, I'll tell you, there, there was a period of time a couple of years ago where my youngest was making comments like that as well. And, uh, you know, a short year, a year and a half later, two years after that, that has completely changed. Um, and things are pretty, pretty stressed now. So... Let's see. <laughs> cool cup. Thanks, Tim. Appreciate that, man. John says, uh, and John says, storm, uh, snowstorm, man, snowstorm, snowstorms and freezing cold here in Boston and 41 degrees. And it's a heat wave. You know, I was watching, I was watching this YouTuber I, I follow who does drone stuff. 
And he's like, oh, I'm going to take my drone up. Uh, I couldn't do it the other day because it was negative 20. But today it's 20 degrees and it's nice. And I'm like, what the fuck? 20 degrees is not nice. I have another friend of mine that I asked. Uh, I always can get confused where he, where he lives. Uh, let's see. I think I finally loaded it so that... Uh, uh, what, what is MN? What state is... Is that Minnesota? No. Minnesota? Crap, I can't remember. Anyways, I'll phone a friend. I'll ask you guys on the chat. Anyways, I was talking to him the other day. And I said, man, what, what's it like to really live in places with weather? Because I've, you know, I've lived in uh, California most of my life. And when I wasn't in California, I pretty much lived in a desert. And so it's, it's basically, you know, very rarely rains, very rarely snows. The, it gets hot. And it gets, it does get cold. I mean, but not, not like, you know, like super cold, you know, very rarely does it freeze or anything like that. And then he called me the other day and left me a voicemail, left me two voicemails, basically just telling me how effing cold it was. And it was like, no, you don't want to come here. You know, just stay where you're at. This weather sucks. It was pretty funny. John, after three years, I finally was awarded full custody. Now this... Man, dude, that is outstanding. <clears throat> I'll tell you what, if you want to chat a little bit about it, call in. Or um, if you want to come on video, let me know and I can share the link and you can come on. I'd love to hear your story and how things are going. Kellen, the caveat is if you are still actively in litigation, then coming on is probably not a good idea. But if you're interested... That is outstanding. Good for you. You know, I was just talking to someone the other day about they were they're early in the process. They're just a couple month couple of months into it, and they were talking about custody and you know how the system's biased against men and all that stuff. And I'm like, you know, it, it there is a bi it's a bias against the person who's able to strike first and who has no morals and ethics. But but I've seen. Fathers get custody. I've seen fathers get custody in California, and it does happen. So it's, uh, you know, I mean, it's not, don't, I, I, I guess the message for everyone out there is do not, do not just accept defeat out of the potential hands of victory. I would imagine John probably thought that this would, oh, I don't know, maybe he thought this was going to, you know, would happen. I'm not entirely sure. But I would say most time, most people feel like they're going to get crushed and they don't. And, and, and if you would have given up, well, I'll tell you what, let me back up. That's the way I felt. I felt that it was going to, I was going to get crushed in this whole thing, that, that the likelihood that I was going to be victorious was unlikely, I guess to put it nicely. And had I given up, I would have never got 50-50, right? I mean, so, and I didn't know what I was dealing with until later so I didn't know how to approach it, and I approached things wrong. I mean, maybe had I had a DSD channel that I could watch that would would have or could have helped coach me through this, maybe I would have had a better outcome. Not entirely sure. Well, let's see, I'm missing. Oh, this is, yeah, John. Ah, John says, I don't like going to court and letting a judge make a decision. It's usually worse for everyone. That is true. They kind of, it's almost like they take pride in the fact that, hey, let's just make this as, as painful as possible 
and make sure no one's happy. Almost as like they want to try to keep people from from uh, from going to court. Anyways, just really frustrating. Uh, the problem is, let me just go ahead and do this so the screen it's up on the screen. The problem is, is that uh, when you are dealing with a toxic, narcissistic person, they love the fight. So for them, it's not a bad thing. For them, they they enjoy the chaos and the consternation. I hate that word, actually. I had a boss who used to use it all the time. It was like his favorite word. Anyways, so yeah, just crazy times. Let's see, what is up your food? Up your food game has jumped off. You might have already done it. It says, good night to you kings of New England, you princes of Maine <laughs> and DSD. Uh, yeah, he's in England, so it is, what is it, midnight there? Or I get the time change confused sometimes. All right, John says, Dwayne, it will never be over. Get your documentation in front of a judge. I was just talking to somebody about that the other day as well, saying the problem with these people is they don't stop. They continue the drama. We changed our, our, the way we interact with them, but at the end of the day, they, they don't stop. And the sad part is, is if, you, if you have a judge who thinks that at some point everyone will just wake up and start co-parenting, typically that is what happens, right? I mean, in a normal messed up divorce, people calm, calm down. The, but the reality is, in our situation... It'll be like in my situation, 10 years later, or I think it's 10 years. I think I'm rolling up on 10. You have a situation to where it just, it doesn't, it doesn't get better. I mean, you, it gets better for you. You know, you, you learn how to not get triggered by or provoked. Maybe that's a better choice of words by the, uh, by the actions of the ex. But, um, they don't stop. They're like a Terminator. Oh, cool. I do have a call coming in. So I will I will grab that after the call screening process is over. I wonder if I turn on. Oh, I think I forgot to turn on the uh, caller ID thing. Let's see. What was it? I was. So now I'm waiting. We're standing by. We're standing by to stand by. And I'm coughing. I apologize for that. You know what I need? I need a ticker. I need a ticker that has the phone. Do, who who thinks I need a ticker? Can I, you know, let me know. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can create one. Can I? Can I do that? Can I do that live while I'm? I'm trying to. I don't even know what. What am I doing here? What am I doing? Let's see. What if I go like this and I say I want to add text and I say the phone lines are open and I got my preview screen over here. So let me do this and say, go like this and say, uh, 424-373-5483. And uh, I think that's the normal font I use. Let me make it a little bit bolder. How about bold? How about real bold? How about heavy? I don't know if that looks stupid. I'll go back to bold. Now I got to, I, I think I got to shrink it up. Um, Oh, scrolling ticker. And then we say add. 
And that looks absolutely horrific. So <laughs> let me try. Let me let me let me try that again. Here, let's do uh, let's do a background color. I'm sorry, guys. I'm doing this. I'm just I'm I'm entertaining myself right now. I guess uh, I I apologize for that. Okay, that didn't work. Let's do let's go like that. Oh, there we go. We'll go like this. Then we'll change the font color. We'll change the font color to a how about a white, and then we'll say save. I don't know if this is stupid or not. I'll say publish. There we go. And then we'll go back to live. All right. So that should have been enough time for the phone line to, to do its thing. So let me, let me flip this around. All right, cool. Let's see here. Uh, what if I do this? Okay. That didn't work. Let me try it this way. Hello. Welcome to the show. Uh oh. Hello. Hey, it does work. All right. How you doing? Hello. Can you hear Dwayne, me? Can you hear me? I can. How you doing? I'm doing fine, Dwayne. Thank you. So tell us about your story, man. That's uh pretty exciting. I'm sure it was a hard fought, uh, hard fought victory. I would tell all the men out there to go with their gut. To, um, if they think what they have to say is right, they have to get in front of the judge. Don't necessarily go with what BCYF has to say or your guardian litem has to say. Get your case with your copious documentation in front of a judge and lay it out. <clears throat> if I did that the first year, I might not have had to do it the second two years. Yeah, you, you, you definitely have to hit it. You have to hit it hard in the beginning, but even still. So, how were you able to turn this around and actually get the custody change? If you don't mind me asking. Problem is, in the beginning of these things, the he said, she said nightmare, yep. and the judge doesn't know who's lying. <laughs> yep. And uh, and if your narcissistic ex presents very well and is on script to the GAL and all the. Uh, all the DCYF workers, they can be bamboozled by um, their narcissistic ways. Absolutely. But the problem is, after it, cool, after it cools down and there's uh, aberrant behavior over a marked period of time, you just make cases. The biggest thing I can tell all the men that have narcissistic wives that can't keep their stuff straight is to use the Freedom of Information Act to gain all police, fire, and medical reports at your ex's address. Then you can find out that, you know, they couldn't keep their stuff straight back when they lived with you. They certainly can't keep their stuff straight now. You can also access all the DCYF records and bring all the reports in under seal, but I don't know how many of you can take the amount of time I did, but um, it's it, it was a tremendous amount of work over a long period of time to do these things. But without the police reports and the DCYF seal reports, you know, when the judge read those things, you know, mm-hmm. it was it. It's no longer he said, she said. Yeah, excellent point. That's a that's actually great advice. 
I still had the guardian litem tooting on the stand that she was the better parent when the judge was listening to all the evidence and said, what, what are you talking about? He kept turning toward the guardian litem and saying, you read these police reports and they weren't concerning you, huh? So, I mean, you, you, you just don't know. I mean, it's... That's funny. You know, but though, but, but I mean, you approached it right, right? I mean, instead of just doing it on raw emotion, you got the data. You were able to present it in a in a co in a uh, concerted, I guess, manner, and just make it obvious. You know, and you're you're absolutely right that that at the beginning of these things, the judges don't know who to believe, and they're just waiting for somebody to implode on themselves to either figure out whether both people are knuckleheads or one you know one side is. And it sounds like you were able to paint the or you were able to demonstrate the picture of what was really going on, and it said it took. Was it just not just three years, but was the whole process three years, or was it three years whenever you finally got focused on what you were going to do? It was three years and three months from the time the mess started. That's you know what, man. That's and then it was two years. Go ahead. It was two years after the first final parenting plan that um that I I got fifty fifty and I kept I kept was being told over and over again that's what every father wants is fifty fifty. I go, well how about all the stuff she did? And I was told that it's not enough. I couldn't get any more. And uh, yeah. Now who told you but, that again? Unfortunately what, uh, that's um Legal, wow. guardian items, you know, and just general stuff. But, you know, watching channels like you, Dwayne, and I've been with you for over three years. And I've been with many narcissistic channels and court channels to learn about this stuff. And there was one channel that said the Freedom of Information Act to get the, the reports, the police reports, because police reports are defining. There, there's no contestation. Right. So, I mean, without without a channel like you, especially you, because you, you focus on the kids aspect, and I have three kids, uh, other other narcissist channels don't focus on that, and, yeah. you know, you learn things, but they, narcissists keep doing the same things that they've always done over and over again, and if you know that, they leave trails where they live, Oh yeah. and they've had police visits at their house, and if you get that information... And it's significant enough. You can go in and try to, you know, present your case again. Well, and I think you, what you just said is a good e example of, I was talking to someone about this earlier, that about not giving up, right? I mean, you had people telling you, oh, you're not going to get any more. It's not risen to the level, but you just, <laughs> you stuck with it. You went, you know, you went through the process and now you have, so when you say you have full, I mean, does that mean you have a hundred percent or did it switch to like 80, 20? I mean, what's, what's your custody arrangements arrangement now? She gets to see the kids on Tuesdays and Thursdays from after school, which is three o'clock to six thirty at night. And then she wow. has every other weekend from Saturday at nine to Sunday at two. So she's got two overnights a month. Wow. Well, she, she basically, she I mean, it's almost, a, I'm sorry, go ahead. She did what? Oh, no, she's got the father's deal. That's what yeah, you're yeah. saying. Yeah, that's what I was going right. to say. Yeah, I mean, she, but I mean, see, and I, what I, 
I mean, it's sad you're in that situation. It's sad any of us are in this situation. But I I like hearing when fathers do prevail, right? There is so much negative information out there about how it never works out, how, you know, the, the dads always lose, the system's rigged. And, and I mean, and there's, I mean, it wasn't easy. I mean, you had to fight your butt off to get this. But as long as you're diligent about it and you stick with it and you don't make the mistakes that I talk about, you know, you don't hand the ex a, a sweeping victory, then you're then you have a really good chance. You know, I mean, and in a situation like in what you're talking about, where your ex is constantly making really bad mistakes, like in my situation, she wasn't making really bad mistakes, but you know, you can leverage off that. And then like in your situation, three years later, boom, you know, custody change. I mean, so the kids still get to see their mom, but now you have, you know, now you're the, the, the custodial parent and you get, I mean, your, your kids are in a better spot, you know, and things are, you know, I'm sure they're still not easy, but I'm sure it's a lot better. No, you, you got to focus. The family court judge only cares about one thing. What is in the best interest of the child? He doesn't care about, you know, your dynamic with your ex and yep. all the crap that happened. He cares about, from today forward, what is the best interest of those children. Yep. And if you can demonstrate your ex is not doing the right thing, and you can demonstrate it very well, things will change. But, you know, three, four or five months before that, I sat in a meeting with the GAL, who completely had a different opinion. And I said, you, you got to be kidding me. That's the scariest statement I've ever heard in my life. I won't repeat what she said. But yeah. these people that, that are in this world, um, this court world and this child advocacy world, they don't always make the best decisions because they meet with your narcissistic ex and they get gaslighted and smoke showed by her. Yep. And then they don't know. Yep. They, Man, you're yep. spot on, you know? I mean, well, and you had a great example because your, your GAL in your situation was still saying, oh, custody needs to be the other way. But, and had you not presented the information that you did, I'm, the judge wouldn't have said, well, wait a minute, you're not, what, 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 have you read this? I mean, that wouldn't have happened if you didn't have that information and you hadn't presented that story in a way that, that you know, every, or the judge at least could follow. Yes, you're right. Without police, medical, and DCYF documentation, I would have been sunk. Yeah. Well, sweet, man. Anything, what, what else, I mean, any other little nuggets of wisdom that you think would be important for people out here listening to uh, to know or think about? People say keep a notebook. I, I keep a Word doc on my phone and I add things as they happen. That way it's a quick reference. When something happens, when she sends you an email, make a copy. Put it in a paper file. That way when you're going to court, you don't have to start printing off your phone. It's already there. So it's faster. Um, have four copies of everything because the judge needs one, opposing side needs one, the GAL needs one. If you're going to go back to court, you've got to be ready because um, it's something. And I had to present evidence for 15 hours over a four-month period in court, four hours at a time, wow. four times, five times. 
to, to get where I was. So you have to be incredibly organized and stay on point. And you present, the way you have to present evidence is you have to present it through a witness. So if you have police reports, you, I presented them to the GAL that I handed them to. So she said, yeah, I had them. So I presented all the police reports through the GAL, which was excruciating for her on the stand. So you have to form questions. You can't just self-testify. You really want to ask whoever's on the stand the questions about the evidence to get it into evidence. And uh, it's, it's, it's a different thing. It, it, now that court's opening up, I advise a father to go in there or if they can watch any court family court TV to yeah. get a thing. Cause it's not like LA law or anything like that. It's, it's a different oh, yeah. animal. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Well, thanks man. That's outstanding advice. Let me ask you this. Where did you, how did you learn all this stuff? Did you find it on one of the, on YouTube or, or uh, did you go just observe court? I mean, how did you learn it? The, uh, the police report, I picked that up on a channel. I forget who it was. Cool. Um, the uh, the evidence thing. My uh, my my attorney who advises me in the background. Because um, your one was twenty grand with her. Because I didn't learn. I didn't know anything, and yeah. I stuff represented for the last two years gets expensive. Just just keep watching channels. Keep doing Google searches. Keep doing YouTube searches for topics, and keep learning as much as you can. Outstanding. Hey, man, thanks for calling and sharing. I appreciate it. And congratulations again. Thank you, Dwayne. You've, you've been infinitely helpful to me, and I really appreciate it. Well, thanks. I'm glad, I, I'm glad I've been able to do that. I, you know, and that right there, what he's talking about, is the reason why I... Um, I'm going to make sure I didn't hit the wrong button. The reason why I did this channel, right? I mean, when you're trying to go through this... And you're trying to figure it out. I was I was talking to someone the other day who who is dealing in a situation where they're trying to explain this to other people and they just don't get it. And you you end up going through this thing so alone. And like the last call I was talking about it, you don't you know there's not like a crash course to tell you how to deal with this. And you're kind of left. No, you're not. Kind of. You are absolutely left on your own to figure this out. So, man. Congratulations. I'm going to do this again because that was awesome. I love hearing that. Uh, I, I saw somebody, Tim, had said, sometimes all the documentation does nothing, but let's celebrate the success. And then the wise chat manager had also said, never give up, just pause and resume. A lot of times it's, it, it, it's not over until we get up. Get up, give up, sorry. And the sad reality is, is this is kind of a similar mantra that a toxic ex uses. They just keep doing the same thing over and over again and they don't stop. They don't ever get tired of it. And the sad reality is, is that, you know, if you, if we give up, then they ultimately win. All right, let's see what did I miss in the comments before I go to the next, next, uh, next caller. Jason says, Hey, Debbie D, thanks for all the hard work behind the scenes. Absolutely. Thank you. Let's do a little bit of a, a, colla a, a applause for, for Debbie jumping on. I think we got a couple of moderators on. I think Debbie's a mod and Wise Chat Manager's a moderator. Um, James is. So we got a couple of moderators on. I have to scroll up. Oh, and up your food game. So we got a few, few moderators out there. Ah. Uh, 
All right, let me, whoops, uh, okay, that dropped off. Let me, let me try my nifty button and see if it works. And it did not. So let me see here. I gotta try to hit the reset button. That did not work. Why is that not working? Stop, reset. Man, it looks like one of my macros has, has failed me. How annoying is that? All right, hold on, let me go to the next caller. Let me try to go to the next caller. Hello and welcome to the show. Hey, Dwayne, can you hear me? I can. How you doing? Hey, uh, this is AJ. I uh, actually did the live stream with you last time. I'm the guy that said that uh, my ex about left me about six months ago. And when she left, she accused me of being a narcissist, which yeah. she's, uh, she's probably the narcissist. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, yeah, so she was the one that uh, that made false allegations and tried to take more custody. My my lawyer and I called her bluff, and uh, we're getting we're, we're we're in line for fifty fifty. We're almost done with the divorce. Um, dealing with another issue right now is schooling, and that was the topic that I left on the phone message. So <clears throat> the issue is is that I don't want our kids to continue in the same school. It's it's a private school, private Christian school. It's a hybrid in class homeschool. Yeah. And we had homeschooled our kids, you know, for most of their life. Um, the problem is I don't want them to be there anymore because, uh, the, the man she basically left me for is also a parent at that school. And so she basically has another set of kids in that school. I just want to disentangle myself from this other guy and just put my kids, I signed them up for some charter schools. The lottery picks are going to come up in a, in a couple days. I keep messaging her through our family app asking her, I need your opinion on this. Are you going to agree to pulling the kids out of the Christian school and putting them in a charter school? So she's basically stonewalling me. And I think Absolutely. she's, uh, I think she's just going to run out the clock that way. So I don't know what to do. I mean, I talked to my lawyer, we, we're going to get a parenting coordinator, but she says that that's probably not going to get, get in place for another three weeks or so. And that, by that point I wouldn't be able to sign up for the charter school anymore. The time would have run out. Yeah, she's more than likely what's going to happen. We'll see. Yeah, more than likely what's going to happen is your ex will not respond to you, force the issue, and you are going to have to to take it to court. Unfortunately, you're going to have to probably get a judge to to say yay. I mean, yes or no. I mean, you guys probably have fifty fifty. You said fifty fifty, right? Yeah. So fifty fifty. Yeah, right now, and then that's what the, that's what the divorce decree is going to. Yeah, and end and, up being basically, and that, and and just to clarify, that also means you guys' decision making is fifty fifty, right? Correct. Say again, the what? Fifth, the decision. Uh, sorry, what was the, question? The, the question was: is yeah, decision yeah. making is also fifty fifty, yeah. right? So the problem yeah, is joint physical and, and joint legal. Okay, so here here's the problem. Yeah, this is what legal. she and this is what she's thinking, and legally, this is where you're at. Is you both have to agree to move the kids into a different school. And all she has to do, I mean, she's got the, you know, the, 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 uh, like veto privilege. Well, you both have veto privileges kind of right. Uh, you know, if yeah, she wants I mean, to, I don't have to pay tuition at that school. <laughs> so that, that's kind of the end of that. But, but tr well, what does the court order say? The court order isn't requiring me to pay tuition. It doesn't address the school at all, basically. It's that we okay. have to agreement okay. on schooling. So, uh, but my lawyer advised me that... Yeah? My lawyer advised me that no judge is going to force me to pay 
pay private school. I mean, if we have to, if we're going to send them to, you know, public school, you know, just wherever our local, local, uh, schools are, then it's going to come to that. Although I'd much prefer a K through 12 charter school. So all our kids could be in the same building. Yeah. But that's where she's stonewalling me. She won't, she won't respond to that. Unfortunately, you're, I mean, you're going to have to just run it out and you're more than likely you're going to have to go to court and say, you know, Hey, we need to make a change. Now, the benefit you might have is that if you're not paying, if you don't have to pay the private school and she can't, then that means they have to move to something else. That'll force the issue. Then you're kind of in a, a stalemate to where, you know, who, what am I trying to say? I mean, it's like, she, what she would probably do is just try to put them in another school. Can she cover the the private school payments on her own or not? Not not on her own. But if her if, if she is in fact with this other man, he will probably do that. He will probably cover it because he already has six kids in that private school already. And wow, essentially what would happen is that my kids would basically go on under his <clears throat> account, I guess. Right. If they were to remarry or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And the way the private school works is that, you know, after like the fourth or fifth kid, essentially every kid after that is free. You know, it's kind of like a full oh, discount. So, so she I, can, I, mean, nah, I see what you're all, saying. This is just all my speculation. <clears throat> so, I mean, yeah, the, the, so, the reality is, I, you, know, you know, the reality is, is you're, you're trying to do it right. The likelihood that she's going to agree with you is probably zero just because that's what the, these people do. And what she's doing is exactly what I would expect, just ignoring you because, you know, she doesn't necessarily have to respond because her answer is no. And if you really want to push it, you're going to end up having to go to court and, you know, make a case on why the, why this is the best decision. You know, but, but also keep in mind, if you do that, if you go to the court route and let's say she marries this guy and she falls under this, I mean, her, their argument, their family argument is going to be, well, the kids are all going to this school. Why do we want half the kids going here to there? And that's what they're going to try to try to say. And if it's not costing yeah. you anything, they'll probably, like you just said, it said, well, we don't want any more from, from Mr. Smith or from you, you know, Mr. Caller. And, you know, it's not a big deal. So if he's, you know, worried about, the, you know what I mean? So, and the reason I bring yeah. that up is you just have to be aware of that. So you understand, you understand the potential risk and then just make the make the best decision, right? I mean, if you really feel like the kids need to be, and I get it, dude. I understand what you're saying, man. But if you really feel like this is super important and it's worth, you know, fighting the battle for and potentially losing, then you do it. And if you lose, then you just say, okay, I did everything I possibly could. It didn't work. But you need to think through all the nuances, right? I mean, you know, it, it, whenever... So that's why I was talking about the fact like with if they what's their counter argument? What story are they going to come up with to say what you want to do is not going to work? And and you can't just base it on what your logic is because they never ever ever have to think like her. You have to think like her. Yeah. I've seen so many people who think they have their ex tie, you know, backed into a corner and they go to court and then they walk out of court going, "Oh my god, I didn't even see, you know, I didn't even see this thing come out of left field." until it happened and then it makes sense. So that's what you have to do. You have to look at it and say, okay, well, you know, she's not answering, you know why she's not answering you, right? So you're trying to force the conversation, which is good. She's not answering you, which is what I would expect from a toxic narcissistic person. 
And then now you have to just say, okay, well, if I push this, you know, I'm going to have to go to court. I'm going to have to get it in front of a judge because you guys have 50-50 legal custody, which means nobody has, you know, nobody can can uh, trump somebody court. else, right? You know, you can't do yeah. it. She can't do it. And I mean, and technically, if they pull out of the school and that's a complete change, then it, you know, makes it even more of an issue. Then the judge would have to look at it. The problem you have right now, in my opinion, or my thought process is this is the school the kids are in. This is what they're used to. This is what the plan has been, you know, and this is kind of what's what's going on. They're going to, she's going to come back and say, oh, well, this is, you know, this is what they know, the best interest for the kids to stay stable and not add new stuff and it'll stress them out, happen to switch schools and all this crap. I mean, you know right. that she's going to say that and you just have to weigh, it's like, okay, how, how do you make your, your, uh, your choice or your preference, I guess, make it seem more palatable and more in the best interest of the kids than hers. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, the way, the way I went about it as far as uh, when we told her and her lawyer, we did it over a zoom call with my lawyer that we're not going to agree to send them to this private school anymore because uh, because uh, I can't, I simply can't afford it anymore. I mean, yeah. with, with and what, the they, what did they say to that? Split and also, uh, <laughs> they, 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 they said, well, what if, uh, what if your spouse is willing to pay for half of the tuition? Well, she just said earlier in the call that she's not working right now because of because of trauma. So I'm like, well, I mean, for one thing, I don't know where you're going to get your mo- get the money. But second of all, I'm I'm not going to be able to save up for college for these kids. I'm not going to be able to do anything else except just paying tuition for these kids perpetually until they're they're uh, they're adults. Right. <laughs> so. They uh, when I told them that I'm looking at charter schools, I'm entering these charter school lotteries. Her lawyer said, "Well, you could do that, but you know my client has a right to um, to not agree to that if they end up getting chosen for one of these schools." Damn. So that, that's that's why I'm kind of in limbo right now. I've been trying to message her and say, "Hey, can you just give me an indication if you're even interested, or if you would even?" Well, you know, she's. I, already, I mean, they've already told you. They've already told you they're not that. interested, man. So you know, I mean, yeah, and and. and the other attorney was absolutely right. All she has to do is say no. Now, now, you know, the difference is, is you're not ordered to pay, <clears throat> excuse me, you're not ordered to pay the, or to pay the, the private school or half of it or any of it as from what you said. Right. So they can't force you to do that. So that's where it gets nebulous, right? I mean, cause it's like, okay, well, cause technically if she said, Hey, no problem, I'll pay for all of it. Well, now that's just status quo. Right. So nothing's changed. You're not right. you, you, know, you saying you don't. I mean, obviously, there's more reason why you don't want to do it, but you're using the, the reasoning of money. And if they take the money thing off the table, then you're then you don't. Everyone's going to look at it and say, oh, OK, well, you don't mind anymore. They solve the problem. So you're good to go. <laughs> and, and that's exa- right, dude. Right. that's exactly well, what's going to happen more than likely. Hmm. You know, I mean, well, so I'm gonna, no, I'm go ahead. Together my lawyer. Yeah. Try Try, try and resolve this with the lawyers at least because she's she's in no contact mode with me essentially except you know talking about drop off and pick up a kid and stuff like that so yeah so getting her to talk about even deeper subjects even with regards to the kids you know she'll stonewall me and she won't talk just to kind of like run out the clock like i said oh yeah well and to drive you crazy right so i mean you know you you yeah. have to minimize i mean the crazy part is is you have to minimize your interaction with her as well and because right. I, I, dude, I will tell you that if she knows that she can push your buttons by doing absolutely nothing, she'll do it. 
I mean, and that's like the easiest, yep. that's yep. the easiest way to, to, to inflict pain on somebody. And if they can see that you're, you're responding and it's freaking you out and it's making you, you know, you're get you know, you're sending messages all the time and the attorney's trying to do something and they just know, you know, Oh, Billy's just squirming on the, on, you know, what a worm on the hook or whatever. I don't know if that's a good analogy, but you know <laughs> what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's one of those things where right. she's got, you know, you almost need to find a way to get into that mode. The thing is, is with the school thing, you have to ask yourself, how important is it? And I know the reason it's important is because you don't want to, you don't, I think you don't want to make it easier on her. You don't want your kids interacting with this other guy's kids. Uh, you know, and you know, you want to kind of have some separation. Well, I don't interact with them either. Right. No, that's what yeah, I'm saying. I've actually had, I actually had a confrontation with him in the parking lot not too long ago. I'm like, Oh, with him. I, I don't want to keep seeing, <laughs> seeing, yeah, I don't want to see him during a, a school pickup. I, uh, you know, I'm like, I just, I, I don't want to see him during school assemblies. That's happened. I'm yeah. tired of this. Well, but here, okay. I just want to disentangle. And unfortunately, the likelihood that you're, that's going to, I mean, you, you're going to have to come up with a different argument, right? Because everyone's going to think, I mean, when right. I say everyone, I mean the court, they're going to think, and your ex is going to paint the picture that the reason you want to do this change is what you just said. Even if you don't say it, they're going to try to paint the story. I mean, and we all know that that's what's really going on, right? So you, if you want mm -hmm. any success in this, you are going to have to come up with a, a really good reason why the kids need to be in a different school. And you now if, if money right. is an issue to where she can't afford it and he won't cover it, you know, there's, that's a, that's an, that's a path to take. But again, the problem is, and what you just said is, you know, if they got married, are you, are, is that what they're planning on doing? Is that what it, what it looks like it's heading toward? Uh, that, that, that's some of the rumors I've been okay. hearing, but so, she won't admit that she's been with this guy. Yeah. It, she well, is. Yeah. So anyway, so let's say hypothetically that happens, right? So now they're married. Now, you know, the kids are his stepkids as part of that family. And he can just add them on to, you know, the bill he's already paying doesn't, you know, doesn't go up. Effectively, it goes down. Uh, I mean, and what I would imagine they would try to do in that scenario is they would try to get it ordered that you have to pay half, you know, and, but that's just, you know, I mean, so that's kind of what you have to have to anticipate. The reality is, again, you have to, I would work with your attorney as well Is like, how do you come up with a good argument of, of why those kids shouldn't be in that school? And here's the, here's the reality. Even if you moved it, if they're together and there's a school assembly, he still might show up. I'm just here to, to, yep. to support my, my step, my stepchildren, you know, I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not trying is, to be a downer. A friend of mine. What was that? Yeah. yeah. He was a former friend of mine. And the reason why my spouse <sighs> left is because I was having questions about their relationship and she left and she's basically partnered up with him. And this guy, you know, basically Stop being my friend, threatened me if I came and see him again and basically just, you know, took my wife and family. Yeah, I'm sorry, dude. I mean, this is, it, you know, yeah. <clears throat> and yeah, it's one of those things. It's, it's like a sucker punch all the way around, right? I mean, yeah, you, you know, I mean, you, you lost. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, your best friend screwed you over. Your wife has screwed you over. You know, your kids are caught in the middle. You know, they're trying to, I'm sure they're probably saying, you know, Oh, daddy, guess what we did, you know, with, with Billy, you know, I mean, and it's just like, you have to sit there and smile <laughs> yeah. it while they're sticking you in the eye with their little smiles on their face and they don't understand, 
you know, it's it's a tough it's it's a tough go. You just have to here here's my concern for you. If you don't really think through your whole battle plan on this and you don't understand the potential for loss and you lose, it's it's like a triple sucker punch, right? And sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, so I just I want you to 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 understand that. Now, if you understand it and you understand, okay, hey, you know what? My probability for success on this is probably pretty low because I understand what their move would be. And we've kind of discussed that so far on this call. Then you can, mm-hmm. and if you decide it's still worth it, I'm still going to, you know, I'm still going to swing for the fences on this, then fine. But what I would hate is for you to do this. You know, you think you have a good argument. It's like, okay, it's too expensive. We don't have the money. We're going to, you know, we're going to put him in a charter school and it'll be great. And then you go to court, you dump, you know, $5,000, $10,000 on court fees and attorneys and everything on the table to ultimately have it in written in the court order that the kids are going to stay in the private school. And it's going to be a sucker right. punch unless you're ready for it. And I've talked, to, I've, I've, I've had coaching calls before where people are like, kind of a similar issue. You know, it's like, oh, the ex, I had this one guy who called up and he's like, or called me, you know, we were doing a coaching call and he's like, hey, you know, I'm kid, wife, our ex, sorry, ex has moved the kids into a different school. This is totally messed up. You know, I don't want to, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, this is like, you know, this is a line in the sand. I'm going to fight it. I'm like, okay, well, this is what you need to do. And then, you know, we had another session mm-hmm. a few, you know, like a month or so out. And the guy was just like, oh my God, I've dumped $6,000 all on the ground. This is going nowhere. He's like, I don't even care about this. And I'm like, oh, geez. I'm like, dude, seriously? <laughs> you know, I mean, and that's the thing is, is that you really have to understand what the risk is. And I'll tell you, I mean, there you probably have heard me say before that there's certain things I haven't fought. And partly it's because of that. It's like, okay, is this really worth the emotional cost to try this, to, to try to, you know, to try to, to achieve what I want to achieve. And most of the time I come up with the answer being no. So you, you just have to ask yourself right. the question. I mean, and, and the reality is, is like, okay, what are you personally trying to accomplish? Like I said, we talked about this. Then you have to, to look at it and say, okay, what's your potential for success? Or even if you did succeed, is it going to solve the problem? Like I just said, I mean, more than likely, Billy is still going to be showing up for school assemblies. And you're going to be sitting, you know, yeah, it, it'll be Billy X, your child, you, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and I, I didn't have the extra person there, but I've had to deal with that crap, you know? I mean, so it's like, you know, are you really going to, uh, you know, what are you going to achieve? So you just have to, if, if, you know, if yes, you feel I like hear. you really need to go for it, go for it, man. But just understand what you're, how you're fighting and what your opportunity for success. And I'll tell you from what you said so far, you haven't really, you haven't really articulated a really good why it's in the best interest of the kids to not continue to go to the school they're going to. Right. You understand what I'm no, saying? I understand that. And then other people have, other people have said that to me as well, but I mean, I believe my kids are resilient. I mean, they've, they switched schools like every other year. And you know, I, I, you know, at least the charter schools that I looked at are, are top notch or like top in my state. So, you know, from an educational point of view. And that right there, okay, so that, what you're talking about right now, that is the answer. It's like, um, you know, hey, it's a, it's a, it's a higher rated school. It provides them a better opportunity. If the charter school is, you know, full-time in person and the other school, I think you said is a hybrid, you know, there's that consistency. You, You just have to articulate it in a way of why it's better for your kids because they're going to try to say that it's, that, that it's not. 
And and if you can do that, then you put it out there and, you know, I mean, because here's the thing. If they turn around, they go, well, we want the kids to stay in this school because it's easy. Well, then they don't, that's not in the best interest of the kids. That's in the best interest of them. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Right, right. No, no, that's a good point. So, yeah, I'll definitely write that down as, you know, as one of the reasons. But, um, but I mean, I, this is this is what I want to do, but I understand what you're saying, that there's the potential to, to lose on this. Is, yeah. Is, is I mean, there's a potential. Want. I mean, like you, the other caller we had, I mean, everyone was telling him that he wasn't ever going to get full custody, and he got full custody. So, I mean, it's, I'm not saying that, that you're going to lose. You just have to understand the battle. You have to understand how you're going to approach it, understand what their counter moves are, and then make the best decision for you and the kids. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep, that makes sense. Thanks, Dwayne. Appreciate it. All right, man. Chat with you later. All right, let's see if this button works this time. It still didn't work. What the hell did I do wrong? Dang it. Drop call. Oh, I click on the window and it worked. Okay, so I did... I'm doing something wrong. So I think I have another caller here, but let me look at some, oh, but my little live caller thing didn't go off. My, 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 uh, what do you call it? My technology is not doing the, what I thought it should do. Let's see. Oh, I like this. Tim says, argue cost quality of education with the hybrid and the sort. So, and again, what we were talking about is, um, Hold on, I'm trying to read. Okay, so I'll grab that in a minute. Uh, hide comment. Um, Tim says, DST getting any camping time? No, man, I was going to do that this week, but like I said, the weather has been not great. You know, I mean, I, at one point I was like, you know what, I'll just drive out in my desert and set up, but when the wind's blowing, you know what, 25. 30 miles an hour and everything's getting sandblasted and stuff. I don't really want to, you know, that's, that's no fun. Uh, Cause you can't light a fire because it'll blow it all over the place. And, and even I think where I used to go, that's close to me, that ball burned to the ground last year. So um, plus they've had it, uh, they've had it um, uh, where, you know, fire bands and everything. And I think it's still closed. I think from the area I used to go all the time, I think is burnt, burnt up. All right, let's see here. Uh, okay, so I'm going to, oh no, is that in the queue? Oh, no, that's in the queue. Okay, so let me see if I do this. Next caller. Hello, welcome to the show. Hey, Dwayne. Hey, how's it going, man? Good, how are you? Uh, thanks for what you do, and I appreciate you, and I appreciate uh, uh, your listeners as well. Uh, I'm in a tough spot right now. I just want to hear another opinion. Okay. Uh, things are heated, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much the bottom line, my spouse checks all all the uh, narcissistic traits, all every box, and uh, uh, border personality disorders as well. I, there's no diagnosis, no nothing, but, you know, from the research I've done and all that. Uh, the thing is, we have a six-year-old together. Uh, and uh, a, a while ago, out of the blue, you know, things were not going good. But, like, she came to me and she was like, I know you cheated. I know you did this. I know you've been going out on dates, blah, blah. I'm like, what are you talking about? Uh, I was just, like, lost and confused to find out later on uh 
she was doing exactly what she was accusing me of. God, that is so common. I don't mean to laugh, but I mean it. That is, that that's like that. I I laugh. Yeah, yeah, I did. I'm sorry. I did. I laughed, but I laughed out of you know out of just like frustration. Like I'm so confused. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I got a hold of all conversations, pictures, and all that, and I'm talking to a lawyer soon uh, Monday. Uh, But the thing is. you know, as I said, we have a, a six-year-old together, and the, the person she's talking to, uh, like she's talking to multiple people, like five or six people that I, I, I can see, like as back as I can go. Uh, but the problem is, she's with someone. She's talking to someone that's one quote unquote settled, what settled down with. Uh, like he's he's uh, he his wife ran away from him. He has six kids. He's five years older. Uh, he doesn't have a job. He's basically a loser. And from the conversations I looked at, uh, they just like fell in love four or five days after they met. Uh, They're talking about marriage. They're talking about weddings. They're talking about how madly in love they are with each other. And and it's been like less than a month. That's common, man. I mean, I know, I know, it, I know it hurts like, like hell, but it's, it's, you know, that's kind of what these people do, right? Their, their lives are just chaos. Let me let me put it to you this way. Oftentimes, what happens is is if you know if you're <laughs> excuse me you're you're a great guy, right? I mean you you know you did everything you're supposed to do, good provider. You know you don't do anything bad, that type of thing. It's like fundamentally, these people don't feel like they deserve it, so they sabotage the situation and they find someone to give them what they think they deserve. You know, so I've I've heard a I've heard right. a lot where people are like, oh my god, you know she's with a she's with a loser. Well, of course, you know, I mean, it's like the illusion that or the fantasy that was created with your relationship is blown apart at the seams and this is, and then they create their own drama. You know, I mean, honestly, I hate to say this, but your best, probably the best situation for you, not necessarily for your kids, is that she does find somebody else and does get, you know, married to them and, you know, can just start like separating things from you, you know, I mean, Right, uh, right, Dwayne. But that's that's not my problem. That's I, I like. I don't care about anything in the world. Probably. Okay. Like my problem is is my daughter. Right. Like you know, in the conversation, like this relationship, I know for a fact, one hundred percent, it's not gonna last. Like it is not gonna last. And the thing is, she like already introduced my daughter to this dude from. The, she went on dates with him with my daughter. That's the thing, and he has kids like uh, opposite sex the same age as my daughter as well. And they don't like, they don't look like they're a stable family. And they're talking about moving in together in a, in a house. They're trying to find an apartment. The dude lives with his friends. Like we started our life from scratch. I right. started a successful career. I'm five years into my career right now. Like I started from zero from the bottom. And now we're getting close to be like, you know, making six figure income. And, and, uh, and she went to the dude with no job. And, and and that's not my problem. I don't care about the dude. It's not his fault. He, he, he's thirsty for attention. And finally, he got attention from somebody. Right. He will go for it. He doesn't give a shit. Uh, excuse my language. No, I, uh, I hear you. My problem is they're moving, they're moving in together. Uh, and that, that's detrimental to my daughter. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Dude, one I, last point. I'm sorry. One no, last point. man, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, and here, is, here's the reality. Okay. 
the only way you can prevent something like that is you have to get it written in the court order, right? And the reality is, let's say you were done and your court order's done and you have no say of what she does in her house, who she brings in the house, what she does with your kids when she's with that. Unless it's illegal, you have there's nothing you can do about it. If she decides she wants to, to you know, hey, you know what? I've decided I want to hang out with Hell's Angels. And, you know, every time, you know, they're staying at the house and, and babysitting your daughter whenever she's gone, there's not a damn thing you can do about it. Um, that's part of the reason why I made that, that black hole thinking video, because there's going to come a period of time to where you have no say. Now, however, if you have some information that's that, that you know, let's say you get a private investigator or somebody that says Bill is has these problems and you want to make sure that he's not around your kid. At the beginning, there's some things you can do. But for the most part, I mean, and, and it's, I mean, the same thing. I mean, I, what I mean, what I was going to let me say, finish this thought. The same thing for you is whenever you decide to do whatever you're going to do. Now, you, you're looking at it from the what's in the best interest. You're actually looking at it from what is best for my six, I think you said six, six year old daughter. So yeah. you're, you're probably yeah. like, I'm going to have a stable home. I'm not going to introduce, you know, a, a new woman to my daughter every other week. I'm not, you know, until it's a, if I get into a relationship, if that ever happens, then once it's solid, I'll do, you know, you're thinking along those lines. You don't have to. Right. You know, you could turn around and have uh, every time you see your daughter, you know, leave her with a different person, you know, and there's not a guy, there's not a damn thing that your ex is going to be able to say about it. And I, dude, I understand how frustrating this is, and it's not nice to hear, and it's not good information, but it's the truth, you know? I mean, so if she right. moves in with this guy, and this guy has, you know, three boys, and I know what your fears are, you know, and this guy doesn't seem like he's got, you know, any common sense or whatever, and you're probably thinking, oh my God, my poor defensive little child, my poor defensive little girl is going to get abused and have a have these negative experiences, and there's not much I can do about it. And the reality is, there's not much you can do about it. You know, I mean, maybe as your child gets older, and if things start to, to really deteriorate, and if she comes to you and says, Daddy, you know, I love my mom, but... This is, I, I, you know, I, I, this chaos is driving me crazy. I want to live with you. Then you have something you can do. But a lot of times kids won't do right. that because yeah. they, they love you. They love mommy or worse. It's actually worse when you have boys because then they feel like they have to be the protector whenever there's a douchebag mm -hmm. in the picture. But I mean, you know, it, it, you got to just be careful on this, dude, man. I understand where you're at. I understand what your frustration is, but the reality is, you know, there's, I mean, have you talked to your attorney about this? No, Monday. I'm, I'm seeing my, my attorney Monday. So, so I, I, the thing is, I don't, I know that's not going to last. Their relationship is not going to last. Something, you know what, what hey, dude, let me, hold on a second. Let me just, let me just tell you this. Your best, the best case scenario is if this relationship lasts, because if this relationship doesn't last and you're probably right, because they typically don't. That means she's going to bounce to another guy, do it again, and your daughter is probably going to see a new guy in the house every, you know, six to eighteen months. And right. there's and there's. And I don't want that to happen. That's the thing. You can't stop it. 
You know, I mean, the best you could do is try to get the most custody you possibly can. If you have some argument, you, you said you guys are early in this, right? So you don't have, you don't, you know, do you even have temporary orders right now or not? No, no. Okay. Then you need no. to swing. I mean, so your best scenario is to swing for the fences, but here, okay, but here's the problem. You swing for the fences. You say, I want full custody. She's an unfit mother. Here's my evidence for it. You are going to look like a bitter ex that is doing that just because you can't get over the fact that she's found someone else and she's moving on. That's exactly what they're going to say. And that's the story they're going to try to paint. The only way to circumvent that is if you have serious amount of documentation to demonstrate that there's a pattern of behavior that is negative and hurtful for your child. And, you know, I mean, and, and you, and you have to have a solid argument on it. Like when you talk to your attorney on Monday, that's what you need to be thinking about. Now, if this attorney just wants to take your money, they'll say, Oh, sure. Yeah, we can, you know, you know, we'll, we'll do this and you'll be successful here. Give me $10,000. Or that they'll tell you, if hopefully if they're honest, they'll tell you what you would really need to make that happen. Now, again, we had, I don't know if you were on, the, on this earlier when we had the other caller who won full custody. It is possible, but that guy on that call, and I guess, you know, you could roll it back if you didn't, if you weren't on earlier. That, I, hear, I heard it. Yeah. I, I mean, he, he had a methodical record of, of everything that was going on, plus she was making a lot of mistakes and most people don't make a lot of mistakes they make a few but they don't make a lot and he was able to leverage that now that you would have to ask yourself is there enough information that you can prove that that it's a similar situation let me ask you this do you have enough information to show that you should have full custody not emotionally but i mean like a, a, a neutral third party could look at it and say oh okay you know yeah this this story makes sense and i see what he's saying and, and the information's all laid out do you have that it could be hard. I, I do have some. Yeah. I do have, uh, but, I, but but yeah. I mean, I, I'm just lost. Uh, and dude, I, I, I could provide I, some, like some decent, legit evidence. Yeah. Not yeah, emotional, I, I, like real. And I know the guy. Yeah, okay, good. I know the guy is. He has a record. He has a record. Of what? So, if he's got a record of molesting uh, I, small children, it, you probably have a chance. Uh, no, but he has a criminal record. Not necessarily he's a felon. I don't know, but he has a record. You know, I don't know if it's a violent, domestic violent records or whatever. I have no idea, but he does. And that's what I'm working to get. Yeah. I mean, you try to pull all that information uh, so together to, 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 but even still it's tough. I mean, if, if you have something that puts the kids at danger, then you have, you have, could potentially have a good argument. But anything else, if he's quote unquote served his time and did his thing, then he's paid his price, right? I mean, it's like that's the way the system right. is supposed to to work. So even that's kind of a hard argument, you know? I mean, <clears throat> and it's I don't know, man. I, I you know I'm I'm not trying to be trying to be negative on this, you know. And, and I think typically I, I'm more I, I'm I'm maybe a little more you know, different the way I approach it. I'm kind of being a little more harder on this one with you, but you need to kind of understand. No, go ahead. I don't want it to be sugarcoated. Yeah. I don't want it to be sugarcoated. Honestly, I want the truth. I want facts. Yeah. I mean, and, and so, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I'll tell you, man, when I was going through, through my thing, every time I got, it seems like every week or whatever, there was another, ch uh, another chunk of bad information. And it was just like, Holy crap. 
Really? I, I swear to God, it felt like the, there was a, you know, the rules are this. And then it was like, you know, caveat number one, you know, if you look like this knucklehead pointing to myself for anyone listening to this, you know, the, the answer is no, you know, everyone else, the answer is yes, but you know, no. And you know, you just have to understand, you have to understand the situation you're in and what you can actually accomplish. And I, I've, I've talked to so many people. Actually, I haven't had this happen in a while. I used to make videos about this where people would talk about this. I mean, and even even women would be like, you know, oh my God, you know, there's a new woman, you know, in, in Billy's house every, you know, every time the kids come back, there's, you know, they've met a new chick. And it's like you have, they have no control over your house and you have no control over their house. And your best bet is the black. That's why the, on my, uh, my main website, the, in my, let me just actually, I'll try to pull it up here. Um, on my uh, playlist, my third video in my Mindset for Narcissistic Abuse Recovery is Black Hole Thinking, which is basically how to deal with the fact that, you know, they can do whatever the hell they want and there's not much you can actually do about it. You know, so, I mean, unless it's illegal, you can't stop them. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you yeah. ha- you would have to come up with a you would have to come up with the best case interest discussion, and this is what you need to talk with your attorney about on Monday when you go when you go talk to them and say, okay, how do I you know is there a way I can stop this? And they're going to say probably not. You know, the only thing is if you could find something and have in the court order that you know Billy cannot be around your kids, and that happens sometimes, right? You can get you could potentially get that written in. But uh, if you're right okay. and, and she's only going to deal with this guy for long enough until she's ready to move on to the next guy, then you're going to have this this revolving door that your daughter is going to see her mom do this. You know, and I've seen, I mean, I've even seen it with, uh, I got some friends of mine that their exes are doing that now. I mean, it's like every every six months to a year, um, his ex has a new girlfriend, or not girlfriend, sorry. Well, I guess it could be in nowadays, but, but anyways, has a new boyfriend who's a drug addict or convicted felon and, you know, domestic violence and, and their kids are getting run through the ringer. Exactly what you're worried about. The, the problem is, is that you're never going to be able to sit down with your ex and say, Hey, pumpkin, you know, we need to focus on what's best for our child. You know, we had a child, we had a life together, you know, you need to pause your stupidness for, for at least tw- uh, 12 years till they turn 18 and then you can, they're not going to do it, you know, and, and a narcissistic right. person is you cannot commu- you cannot sit down and have a cogent argument with our discussion with them and try to get them to to focus on what's best for the kids. They're just not going to do it, dude. I beat my head against the wall many times trying to have those discussions. So, right. Anyways. So, so I guess. Okay, just give me less than a minute. I'm sorry. So call me crazy if if what 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 I'm about to say is crazy. But what if she is willing? What if she recognizes that she has a personality problems and she's willing to work with a therapist and work into improving herself? Would it be worth it for me to accept that and go through therapy and maybe things will get better? Go to and therapy with her. Relationship. Go to therapy with your ex. Yeah. Well, she's not my ex currently. We're we're still together. But if she's willing to go and be aware of what she's doing and be self aware and, and you know, admit that she has she has problems hmm. 
and she she would want to work on them. Would I take the chance? Let me ask you, has that conversation happened? Are you just hoping? No. Yeah. I, no, you know what, dude, you, you sound like me 10 years ago. I, I, and, and 10 years ago, if my ex would have said that I would have, I would have tried, you know, I mean, if your ex is willing to do it and you want to take, you, you know, you want to take the risk, you can, but what's the likelihood that, that she's actually going to agree to that? Uh, it's close to none. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, Probably not. but I, I know what you're saying, man, because I used to feel that way. I was like, oh, you know, I mean, I used to go, I, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, I I did not think it was as bad as it was. it is. I didn't think it was going to play out the way it did. And I was hopeful until it really turned nasty. So, I mean, a lot of people are saying, hell no, but I don't think the likely, see, here's the problem is, is if she says yes, you have to ask yourself the question, is she saying yes because she really wants to, to put in the effort to try to become better? Or is she saying yes because she realized, oh crap, I started this wrong. And this is not, most of the time, this is what happened. Oh crap, I started this separation slash divorce the wrong way. So let me get back in, reset everything, and then drop the hammer when I'm ready. And that typically means you end up with a domestic violence and you get kicked out of your house and or thrown in jail for a little bit. So you have to decide whether, you know, what the risk is. I know where you're at because, you know, you want, you don't want to deal with this. You don't want your child to have to deal with this. You want to have, you know, you want to have a, uh, you know, uh, some peace in your house. The likelihood it's going to happen is pretty low. Right. As I said, I'm willing to forgive, forget everything. Uh, I know it's going to take time. I know it's not going to be easy, but my main focus is just like to not to put my daughter through this. Other than that, I really don't care about anything else, honestly. But uh, it is what it is. I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, I'll, I'll figure out what is going on Monday and see if I can talk her into anything and see what we can do from there. But yeah, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate what you do, and I appreciate you talking. You taking my call, talking to me for twenty-one minutes or so. Yeah, yeah, uh, no worries. Uh, I'll, I'll keep you. Yeah, I'll keep you posted. I'll keep you. I'll keep close eye uh, on your channel, and uh, uh, we'll get in touch with you later. Yeah, I mean, and if you need to do the coaching thing, and we can talk offline, you know, then we can get into more detail and talk about specifics, right? I mean, obviously, you know, you need to be right. careful what you say on this because it's basically out there. But, um, you know, that's an option as well. Right. All right. Right. I appreciate it, Dwayne. Thank you very much. Thanks for calling. Oh, man. You know, I feel bad for that guy because I was him. I, you know, and I see a lot of people, hold on, I'm trying to hit the drop button because it's not working. You know, I see a lot of people saying, you know, Volser saying, nope, no, <laughs> hell no. Uh, IROC saying, hell no. Uh, you know, you know, Volser says she's buying time. IROC, they don't get better. It's all fake. And Ted says, do not attempt therapy with any narcissist. It will not work. Um, now, I have a different opinion on that. I mean, because I did try. And, and it's kind of like even what this guy's doing. It's like you have to feel like you have to you have to feel like you actually tried. You don't want to. And that's kind of the situation I was in, right? I didn't want to 
just say, okay, I quit, I give up, and not feel like I tried to save the relationship. The reality is it won't work, right? Uh, Sonny says, uh, poor caller, he's delusional, and it won't work. Um, Tim says, if she's already in counseling, she will eat you alive in the session, which is absolutely true. Happy Dog says, get educated on parental alienation. They will try and turn our own kids against you your own kids against you, which is absolutely true. But I mean, this guy's in the, come on guys, you got to remember that he's, you know, he hasn't even filed. He has no, his whole world has been obliterated. He's been working for like what the last six, seven years to get his relationship on track, you know, build his life. And his ex has just burnt everything to the ground. And uh, like I mentioned to him earlier, a lot of times, if there's something that's really good and they feel like they don't deserve it, they will burn it to the ground until, you know, they make it a self, self-fulfilling self prophecy. Ted says, see the Ross Rogan, Rosenberg's video on this. Do not go to therapy with any narcissist. It will not work. They will manipulate the therapist. Now, the, let me just jump into this or, you know, caveat this, is you have to go in with the therapy and understand it's like, okay, you have to have your boundaries respected. You need to see change. If you go to therapy and what, what uh, Ted here is talking about and what the other people are talking about, then that's your answer. Then you can say, if you feel like you have to, like I said, I had to, if you feel like you have to try, try. And when the answer is it ain't going to work, then you listen to the answer. And that's what I did. You know, actually it was a funny story on that is, you know, when we were going to marriage counseling, I remember this, um, I'm trying to remember how, how it came out. I remember talking to the ex. We weren't, wasn't the ex at the time. I remember talking to the wife and she said, uh, you know, um, I'm trying to remember. I said, uh, you know, I said, well, if we're not getting anywhere, there's no reason to do marriage counseling. And she's like, well, you don't know what marriage counseling's about. And I'm like, okay. You know, and this was after I said, okay, we're done. <clears throat> you know, I got to the point where it's like, okay, we're done. You know, I'm going to file for divorce. The, you know, we're not making any headway. I'm, I can't deal with this anymore. And then she asked us, well, are we still going to do marriage counseling? Blink, 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 blink. And I'm like, uh, no, we did that and it didn't work and it's over. I mean, what's the point? And that conversation right there turned into, uh, you know, oh, he, Dwayne wouldn't do, Dwayne wouldn't do marriage counseling. I wanted to do marriage counseling. And he said, no, which is technically true because we tried marriage counseling and it didn't work. And I said, okay, I'm done. Anyways, the funny part of this story is when she said, you don't know what marriage counseling's about. And I'm like, enlighten me, pumpkin. She goes, it's for me to decide if I want to be married. And I'm like thinking to myself, freaking work for me. I, we went to marriage counseling. And I realized I don't want to do this anymore. Anyways, that was, I thought that was funny. Let me know any in the comments. Did anyone else think that was funny? Because I was, well, at the time I was like, am I in the twilight zone? <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, there's another caller. I'll go to that in a moment. Uh, let's see. Um, no, sunny days, sunny day says, hope he listens to you here. I hope so. It's tough though, right? Cause you don't want to, you, you don't want to hear this stuff. You want to believe that there's a chance that you can pull, pull it back from the brink. And I just want to say this, and I really feel for this guy because I, at one point when I was working with my therapist at the time, I hate to say I did that, but I did, I needed to. 
and I asked them, they, they, they said something about, you know, this. And I said, well, is there any way I can, I can help her? And the person looked at me like I grew a third arm and it's like, what? And I said, well, you know, what can I do to try to, you know, help her through this? And it's like, you can't do anything. Right. So I understand what he's saying. I mean, cause I didn't, you know, nobody wants this to be our reality. We just have to make sure that we, we, we see reality as quickly as possible so that we don't continue to make mistakes. That makes sense. So let's see here. Sorry about that. I'm coughing. Uh, Hakuna says it is better to back away from counseling if you start getting re-triggered and knocks you for a 10. Yeah, that's true. But again, that's your answer, right? That's your answer saying this isn't this this isn't working. I tried. It didn't work. Time to move on. Okay. Oh man. Achilles Achilles last stand says did I Oh, I didn't hit the right button. The last thought before the actual train wreck is couples counseling. <laughs> Dude, I like that. That's fun. I mean, that, it's true. It's true. All right. Uh, okay, so let me just double check the comments before I take the next caller. All right. Now I'm going to try the button and see if it works. And it did not. How annoying. All right, so I have to do this all manually. And might help if I hit the button. Hello, welcome to the show. Hey, is this uh, Are you there? You okay, I'm me? looking to see if I haven't pushed the wrong button. Oh, it looks like it's not working. Hmm. 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 Oh, well. Uh, I don't know if I should drop that or if I should. Oh, I hear you. Okay, I do not hear you, which means depending on how you're calling in, maybe your headset's not working. Am I doing something wrong here? Let's see. I'm not muted. Wait a minute. How about now? Hey, can you hear me? There it is. See, I happen. See, here's the problem: is right in line with my microphone is a little green button that turns off all the audio, audio except for my mic, and apparently I hit it. So I apologize. So let's try this again. Welcome to the show. <laughs> how's it? How's it going, man? Can you hear me I can hear you. It's going. It's going. Um, so uh, I spoke with you earlier. It was like months down the line. Okay. And by the way. Uh, by the way, my name is Jay. Um, so I'm calling in today. I'm um, trying to get advice um, oh. since I know that you've had uh, relationship issues with your uh, past spouse. Right. Um, so here's my here's my relationship in a nutshell. Um, we've been up to up to today. We've been married for about about three years. Uh, we've been together physically for about two um i've been arrested because of her accusations saying that basically it was a domestic violence case uh it got it got dropped by the way um up to today i pretty much moved back to florida i was originally residing up in new york with my spouse and never really worked out um 
So as of right now, I've uh, I've got a I've got a one year old. It's me. It's pretty much just me taking care of her. And I guess my my question to you is, um, what is your advice for me since a we're no longer together, and b um, I think it was like two weeks ago I was facetiming my wife and I just found out that um, she's pretty much having an affair with a, another guy. So let me get some clarity. Okay. So your ex is in New York and you're in Florida, I think is what you said. Yes, sir. Okay. And you have physical custody of your one-year-old. Um, she, she's with me, um, for going, for getting like a custody over my daughter. I don't really as like to have like a real legit custody over her. It's just that she's with me at the time being. For how long has she? Like been, how long has she been with you? Um, since um, like a couple of. I mean, obviously, it can't be over a year, but I mean, so how long have you? Well, let me ask you this: How long have you been in Florida? How long have you been where you are now with your daughter? Uh, second, I left New York since February of twenty 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 one, I believe. You've been in Florida so for a year with your daughter. I mean, my, I mean, I originally lived here. We, I've been here ever since two thousand. I mean, this dude, is my you, you need to find. Okay, if if you have been in Florida for a year and you have physical custody of your daughter, you need to file custody paperwork in Florida. Um, you know because it puts you in a better position. I, I but I, I think you're not completely asking that question. I think you're asking something different. So, but I just want to say that we can come back to that. So, what ex what's your question? What do you what do you what are you concerned with right now? I guess um I'm not really concerned. Nothing is just um I mean, so my other thing, the other thing that's kind of um prolonging prolonging this whole process of being uh, filing force is that right now my mom's looking after my daughter and me being in school and respiratory respi uh, respiratory therapy school it, that's kind of the other issue that you know time is the is the issue okay um and also be bad getting into my way of school and that's the other issue that that's okay. the other reason why i kind of am hesitating a little bit all right I, I understand fine, fine. well let me ask you this <clears throat> excuse me um is your ex trying to say, "Hey, you need to send your our daughter back to New York" or anything like that, or is everything she's, or is your ex having her life, her new boyfriend, you know, whatever happening up in New York, and your life is relatively stable in Florida? Is that what the situation like, you're in? Like, ever since we've been separated physically, my life has has gone way better. Um, it's less chaotic. I can actually think. Um, my health wise is a lot better, and. In the beginning, me and her, both of us would fight for getting custody over the child. And ever since up to this point, she's more um, laid back. It's, and it's, it's confusing to me. It's like okay. in the beginning, both you and I spoke about it. And you're, you want to get fifty fifty custody. And now it's like, hey, sign. I'm willing to sign the paperwork for my parental rights over to you. And I, and I she's, wait a minute, is she is, saying that to you or you're saying that to her? She is saying that to me. 
Wait a minute. Your your but ex. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Your ex has said to you, "I am willing to sign our daughter. I'm signing. I'm willing to sign away my parental rights, and." To you know, and give you full—I mean, basically full custody of everything with your daughter. That's what she is. That what happened? Yeah. Well, why that wouldn't you? Lucky. Why wouldn't you jump on that in an in a heartbeat? I guess that's why. Uh, uh, I guess that's why I'm trying to call him today to get the most the best advice I can from okay. you. All right. Let me let me just right now. I, I'm <clears throat> Okay. No, go ahead. Finish your thought because I mean, obviously, the the, I mean, the devil's in the details. I know that a I'm going to file a divorce. B I can't do it now because school's in the way. And yeah. Okay. Um. Well. It, and is she in Florida or she's in New York? She. So when, we, when I first met her, um, we've been, you know, we called and spoke on the phone for about like an hour and a day. Um, she resided down here for a little over two years, no, well, about two years. And we moved to New York and we stayed. I was there for like six months and hell broke loose and I moved back to uh, Florida. And I've been here ever since back in February 2019. It's been more than a year. Okay. And you came back with your daughter. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right, man. Here's the, <clears throat> okay. I understand that you don't want to create more chaos, right? And I get it. And that's when you were first talking about that. You're like, I think what you were saying is like, things are relatively stable. I don't really want to stir the hornet's nest. I want to get done with my schooling so I can get my career going. I, I get that. But if your ex is willing to sign over her rights, and I'm a, if, if that's the case, then that means she probably also wants a divorce. Dude, I would jump on that and do that immediately. Because at least if you do that, then you have her out of the picture. You know, that your mom can still watch your daughter and help you give you time to go to school. You can still do your 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 thing. And uh I mean, why wouldn't you why wouldn't you do that? Why are you worried about that? I guess that's that's why I'm I'm calling today because I'm um, I mean as at a at, at this point I'm kind of um, confused and lost. Or do you still care about I mean, her know, and you want and you I want the relationship to? You're hoping that it'll reconcile. Is that what's going on? Um, up to this point, I've seen what I've seen the type of person she is. I mean, the reason why we got the reason why our, our marriage never worked in the first place was because of financial issues, mm-hmm. and um, she. And the second reason is the second reason why it never worked is because she got me arrested. And it's like, I just couldn't believe, you know, that this shit is happening to me. Man, I, I, dude, you have, I, somebody else mentioned earlier, uh, said this guy's winning and doesn't even realize it. I'm trying to pull this up on the screen. You are winning and you don't realize it. What I, I, what I would recommend you do is, you know, chat with an attorney or get the paperwork signed, you know, do whatever you have to do to, if she's willing to sign over the rights and do an uncontested, basically an uncontested divorce. And if she's saying, Hey, you can have full custody of little, little Jamie. And, uh, you know, I'm ready to sign it right now. You stay in Florida. That's great. I dude, I would hit that before she changes her mind because you do that. You, you, 
you remove the chaos out of your life. I mean, this person has already showed you she's a train wreck. You said at the beginning of the call that she got you arrested. You know, even though it's been resolved, I mean, you had you went through that, so you know the type of person that she is. If she is willing to basically stay out of you and your child's life, you have the best opportunity to rebuild your life, and you have the best opportunity to make sure that your daughter doesn't turn into her mother um, when she gets older. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, I think that's what scares me the most. At, I, man, and I and I hear you on that. But most situations, you can't get the other person out. So they're they're you know they are constantly involved. You have if she's willing to sign that, dude. I would Monday. I would do that. Uh, what's your family telling you? I mean, is, are you getting support from anybody, or is, is is anybody telling you not to do this? Or I mean, wh- where are you getting conflicting advice? It's not. Uh, I mean, my my parents overall, they're telling me to do it. Um, I mean, after this point, I've I've seen I've I've pretty much stayed on the sideline and watched you know watch her uh, analyze her actions, see what she's doing, and up to this point, like clearing me now that you know that she's over, it's been over. I mean, in the in the midst of this relationship, she was pretty much the first one that you know brought up my attention that hey. We need to get divorced two times, and it's like you say this, but your actions doesn't. It doesn't. You know, you you can say this one day, but next, like it's so totally different. You, you, and that's the thing about her. It's like she says this, but she never. She never. See, you you it. already know what you're dealing with. You, I, man, if I yeah. was you, you, I would like I said next week. If she's if she's serious, I would get that signed, sealed, delivered, done. You know. Um, Work with an attorney on it if you if you if you can, um, and just get it in. You know, some people are commenting saying that there's some there's some caveats where it could be a problem, but the reality is if you do it appropriately, I mean, they she could come back later and say, "Well, I didn't mean to do that. You forced me to, you know, whatever." But at least then the battle's different. See, here's the reality. Right now, what she could do, your ex could do. <clears throat> excuse me, or not your ex, your wife, because you guys are still married. She could say, hey, I'm going to come down and I want I want to uh, take little little Cindy and to see, you know, my parents and stuff. Come down, get your daughter, take her back up to New York and file for custody there. And then you're now you're going to have to be going to New York and you're going to have to be fighting a custody battle there. So if you if you're in a situation where she's willing to just sign off and she's, and that dude, that's not uncommon. My actually, my ex brother-in-law, that's what happened to him. He got married, had two kids and his wife freaked out and left and left him. And he was a single father uh, raising two kids full time and two boys, you know, I mean, he ultimately got remarried and stuff. And every so often mom would come, you know, come in the picture and, and see the kids and basically stir up a bunch of stir up a hornet's nest and then disappear again. So I mean, it's not uncommon that this happens. If she's, if your, if your wife is willing to do this, I would jump on that in a heartbeat. You know, because then it just it protects you and it protects your daughter. Now, let's say in five years or two years, she finds God, she gets help, she goes to therapy, she does something, and she comes down to you and says, "Hey, I was a train wreck. I've gotten better. I want, you know, I want to know my daughter." You could. You have the opportunity to make decisions, but right now you don't. You don't even have any. You don't even have any any orders. You know, 
she could come down tomorrow yeah. um, and take her take her daughter. You know, so you're in a you're in a unique position on this that um, I would definitely look into. You know, do you understand the what thing I'm saying? Is, like I, I, I do, um, and also um, I've already talked to an attorney, and I've I've had I was in the past before schooling uh, started. Uh, I went to the courthouse and I had a uh, spoke to legal aid, and you know I was in the process of trying to um, file a divorce on my own, everything. I was informed of what I needed to do and in the process of doing it, I spoke to her to see if, you know, she can come down and, you know, sign the paperwork. In the process of doing that, she kind of made things worse. She's, I guess, hesitation. She was hesitating. Okay. And I wouldn't even try to get her to come. I mean, you know, send her the paperwork and have it signed where she's at. I mean, she might have to get it notarized or something. Yeah. I mean, you, you just need to see if she's willing to, I mean, you know, who knows, maybe she's lying to you and she has, and she's not really going to, um, you know, maybe she's not being honest. Maybe she's just met emotionally messing with you. But the reality that's, is, that's the thing because, yeah, go ahead. That's the thing about her because everything she says, I mean, she's not, it just changes. You say this and one day and then the next day it just changed. Like, and you just said this the other day, so which one is it? Like, can you be, you know, four with me? So, is, all right, let me today. let me back up. Let me let me tell you this, right? Because I, I I get what you're saying. So, this is what I would recommend you do, right? If she's willing to give up custody or her her parental rights, if she'll sign it and and date it, do it. If not, if it's like she she screws around, then. I think what you're asking is, is like, okay, well, I can press the button on this and she's unstable and she's probably going to change her mind and this is going to turn into a complete shit show. If that's the case, yeah. then leave things the way they are. Um, the only caveat would be double check what the alimony requirements are for your area, right? So like in California, if you've been married over 10 years, there's a, um, you know, alimony for life. I don't know if Florida has that. So double check with that, find out what the, what the issues were with that. And if that's, you know, if that's the case, if, if she's going to just make your life, you know, if you, if you push the button or you push it, she's going to make it more difficult. Finish school, keep things as stable as possible, wait until you're in a better position and then, and then file. You understand what I'm saying? I do. I do. So I, I see somebody saying DST, if the mother is willing to sign over, over, then she doesn't love her children, is unstable, to unable to parent. Either way, the child needs a good, consistent, loving parent. But the, I, I, I agree with him, but what this person is saying, but I also think she just may enjoy the chaos, and that's why she tells you certain things and then changes her mind, right? And so, I mean, but I think, I think you have a, a way forward, right? You, you test the waters to see if she's serious. If she's serious, sign it, you know, uncontested divorce, file the paperwork and be done. If she's not and she's like, well, I want this, I want that, or, you know, everything starts to fall apart, then just back away. You know, don't push it. <clears throat> do you understand what I'm saying? Yep, I, I do. But if she, if she will, then that's a, a good thing. Now, one of the people is saying, let's see, Tiffany is saying, uh, mother has more rights in Florida. I'm not entirely sure what that means and that Florida has some funky laws. Uh, and that coercive control by staying, 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 he forced her to sign her rights away 
and then left with the kid, the false allegations hurt. Anyways, I'm not exactly sure what they're saying on that. But I mean, you know, double check what the, you know, legally, if you can do this, and if you can try it, you know, kind of like put it out there casually, like, hey, you know, you said you wanted to sign away. I'm going to send you the paperwork, sign it, and just wait for her to and wait. I mean, check with an attorney to find out what she needs to do. See if it happens. Yeah. And if she does, fine. And if she doesn't, then just back off and get and finish your, your respiratory um, uh, therapy, not de- quite certification or degree or whatever it is. And, uh, you know, because you, 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 you don't need any extra drama when you're trying to finish that. I get that. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So do you got a way forward? You know what you're going to you know what you're going to do? Yeah, I've got a I've got a plan. I've got to right. figure out just, you know, moving one step at a time, you know. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks for calling. Good luck, dude. All right, thank you. Eh, my buttons still aren't working. So, yeah, Tiffany, try to explain a little bit more what you're talking about because I'm not sure what the the trap is. Tiffany said, uh, DSD, it's a trap. So what's the, you know, what do you know that I'm, that I'm missing? Because obviously I'm missing something, I think. So let's see. I didn't know yeah, I agree with uh, Up Your Food Game says, no talking, get it all in writing, then assess. Absolutely. Oh, I like this. Practical is tactical. Practical is tactical, but you still need control over your own head. Step back. Don't don't follow the Kramer versus Kramer BS. You're lying. Yeah, that's pretty funny. That's an old movie, by the way, if people are don't understand what the reference is. All right. Are we up on... Well, we're close to two hours. Let's see here. I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to see if Tiffany adds some more information. Let's see, John. Whoops. Whoa, wrong. I hit the wrong button. Oh, Tiffany says she's going to claim that dad forced her to sign claiming to be the victim. Um, I probably, but if he does it legally, and if, the, if, you know, if she can in Florida sign away her rights, then she'd have to turn around and try to argue that. <clears throat> but I get it. I mean, shoot, you know, we, uh, me and my ex, not talking about custody, but we signed, uh, you know, signed to take money out of the 401k. She notarized it, knew exactly what we were doing. We were talking about, it's like, all right, you know, we're going to get separated. Let's pull this money out, pay off the bills. We'll all be zero. And uh, the next thing was, is like, oh, I didn't know about that. It's like, you effing, it was notarized. You had to, you know, but yeah, she tried to play that. But I mean, it didn't work um, in California. It didn't work. So, you know, I mean, rest assured, no matter what you do, the ex is going to, to make up another story. I, I would absolutely say that probably she will say, if let's say this did play out with what the caller was talking about. I'm sure the ex would say, oh, Billy is, you know, he manipulated me and, and, you know, and forced me to do this. And I never wanted to do this, but you know, I'm the victim, I'm the victim. And, but you know, I mean, (laughs) that's, that's just what they do. That is what they do. Achilles last hand says, don't act like a half dead mouse. You'll be treated like one man. Ain't that the truth sees upon the moment, dude. I think his, I think the underlying thing that, that he didn't necessarily articulate early on 
is that she's inconsistent. His ex or his wife, sorry, is inconsistent in what she's saying. So she'll say one thing and then turn around two days later and be like, oh, I didn't say that or no, I've changed my mind. And he's trying to figure out how to deal with the chaos. So I, I think that's the underlying problem with it is that he probably doesn't know whether if, if he pushes that button, she's actually going to agree to it. And he's wondering if it's going to blow up in his face. So, and I, and I get it. I understand that. Cause these people absolutely cannot make things easy at all. Never. Let's see. Tiffany says, parental kidnapping is serious business. He needs to protect himself. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, I, both ways, right? I mean, if she turns around and, you know, I mean, because re- I don't know if you're saying this, Tiffany, but she could turn around and say, oh, my God, you know, he did this and ran off with the child in Florida and, you know, won't let me see our, our one-year-old. And I mean, what, what mother walks away from their one-year-old? Holy crap. Anyways, um, Yeah. Oh, ML says, oh, here, let me do this. If you want to call in ML, the phone line is still open and the number is uh, 1424-373-5483. Let's see if I can do 1424-373-5483. I'll put it in the chat. And yeah, call in. Um, You could be the last caller of the show because that'll put me at about two hours and That'll probably wrap it up. We still got like 40 people hanging out on this. That's outstanding. Uh, Tiffany's saying, exactly. Yeah, he needs to, he needs, it's, 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 I understand the dilemma on that. You know, I mean, and and honestly, that's the reason, well, not the reason, but one of the reasons why I limit what I do with the X is because of the chaos it creates. You know, if I went, <coughs> excuse me, sorry about that. I didn't mean to do that right in the microphone. If I went back to court to say, hey, you're working now and I'm, you know, child support's all based off of you not working and, you know, hey, give me some of my money back. And oh, by the way, you know, the Gavron warning says, you know, you need to get, be able to, you know, child or alimony's not supposed to be your retirement. <sighs> Anyways, I digress. I digress. Um, yeah, so I say she can come back and say it was under duress and change her mind. Um, the thing, yeah, she could say that, but if it's in, if it's signed, if it's stamped and filed with the court, it's going to be a hell of a lot harder for her to back out of that. So. It, uh, you know, that is why that would be very important to go ahead and mash the button on. But again, I I get it. If if she's just, see the guys, here's the thing. She could be just saying that just to F with them, just to freaking mess with his mind. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to wait a little bit longer for the caller. And if not, then I'll start wrapping it up. Unless somebody has a question they want to do in the chat. Up your food game says, Dwayne, I haven't heard the term gray rock. I don't say that term because the person who coined it tried threatened to sue me and uh, because they wanted me to give them like my, my entire channel to them because I said it once. So 
that was an interesting experience. And then actually it was kind of funny because then they started going off on me like, well, if you really cared about people, you know, you would do this, you would give me everything and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my God, you're out of your effing mind. Anyways, I, I digress. Uh, this aspect of our sanity, let me put this back on the screen. Uh, defense and effectiveness can never be underestimated or forgotten. Write it on your bathroom mirror, get a tattoo. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Let me try to pull up this last caller. Hopefully this, let's see, let me try to see if this works. And it didn't, so. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello. Yes. Hey, how are you doing? How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Finally, I'm, to get on. I'm, I'm using two separate phones. I'm calling from the UK, so I'll try two separate phones to take a little bit of time to get on to you. Yeah, well, it seems like it's working. What's going on? Well, I don't know if you remember this conversation. New Year's Eve, twenty twenty. It's a long oh, that's time. That's a long ago. time ago. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I came on the call. I think it was the New Year's Eve show. I think it was the first call on that show, and we spoke about my situation here in the UK. The family had, and this will remind you, hopefully, the family had basically, literally said, "We just want him to commit suicide so we can take his house and his and his child." I don't completely remember the details, yeah, no. but that doesn't surprise me. Obviously, that didn't happen. I know many uh, calls. <laughs> um, well, that didn't happen. No, I, I, I will say this: a lot of callers on the uh, on the chat right now. I've got the other phone running as well, so I can see the chat. Uh, Tiffany, if you're there, how you doing? Um, all these callers, they've actually spoke to me on the uh, Discord, so they know me as Moish, and you'll probably know me from there as well. Okay, the channel, the UK channel. So give you a little lowdown um it's taken 22 months and uh, a lot of court hearings uh, to finally get my child back into my life uh, okay dude i gotta do this um that is awesome congrats okay. man that is great you know that's awesome thank you good for you dude good for you i've been meaning so i had uh, six false allegations put against me um, and all false, false allegations were proven in a fact finding, what we call a fact finding here in the UK. Um, and they were all proven false. And three allegations were put on by me. Um, I just, I've just seen the chat. Um, yeah, and all three allegations were proved to be true. And one of those allegations was parental alienation. Um, in the UK, parental alienation is not recognized as abuse. Yeah. It's not recognized by as anything to be fair. Um, there is a there is a small recognition of a child who's been manipulated to hate a parent, and again, it's very rarely recognized. Mm -hmm. But um, my child who was uh, three and a half months at the time, uh, um, and at the time when I actually launched the case, it was three and a half months. I actually managed to see her for an hour a week uh, after her tenth after her tenth month. Uh, and we built a bond using what we have in here. We call contact centers uh, in the UK. Nice. And I started building a bond with her. And uh, she is absolutely amazing. Um, she'll come on the show one day, hopefully. Um, <laughs> but uh, she's uh, she, we, we obviously built a bond and over, over, over a period of maybe 10 months where I was in these contact centers, once, one hour every two weeks. It was hell. Yeah. Um, it has been hell. Six allegations of abuse were all thrown out. Uh, the mother was proven to be a liar. Um, and all three allegations were, for me, were proven to be true. Now, that's something that's never happened in the UK here. Parental wow. alienation found. Wow, really? Baby is concerned. Nice. Um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's, 
absolutely crazy, crazy 22 months. Um, my life has been kind of on hold. Um, can you hear me still? I can. Yeah. Um, life has been literally on hold. Um, I know the DS, uh, DSD um, Discord group. Some of those guys are absolutely amazing. Um, uh, they've, uh, they've kind of held me together, so to speak. Um, and yes, presentation proved. And the mother was told to let me see the child last May. She took another three and a half months not letting let me see my daughter. Um, I'm still in contact centers. She messed about all the professionals and went back to a hearing in September. And fantastic. They said, right, if you do this again, you're going to prison. Um, oh, you'll have a very, very huge fine. And you'll pay, you'll pay my court costs if I have to come back to court again. Outstanding. Um, the mother agreed to let me see my daughter uh, in my own environment at my own house. She then started coming to me. It was a stepped-up approach, you know, four hours, five hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it went up to overnight stay. And in December and October, she stayed over for the first time overnight. And the following day, my mum met her for the first time. So, um, yeah, she met her at uh, nearly 17 months for the first time, or 18 months was it, the first time uh, in her life. Um, she met her grandmother. And uh, it's been absolutely amazing ever since then. We wow. went back to court again in February. And... Uh, so basically, the social workers in the in, in the court they looked at my proposition, which was a fifty fifty shared split on yeah. a two two five five basis, and um, her, her 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 opinion was to go for a three four three four. Sorry, the the court's opinion was to go for a three four three four a seven you know seven out of fourteen kind of thing fifty fifty. Yeah, yeah. And the mother's opinion was obviously a lot less because uh, the less you get, the less uh, the more child maintenance you have to pay. So, um, right. yeah, basically, uh, Dude, and, uh, that is amazing. Um, yeah. So basically, uh, the court said, actually, no, we agree with what the father's father's saying and they agreed with everything I said. And effectively I got everything I wanted and uh, my daughter now spends, uh, it's a step. Oh my God. Dude. Two nights. And then she's doing three nights and then she's doing, she's doing two, two, five, five with the schedule I asked for. Not what the mother asked for, not what the Kafka, you know, the court asked for. They did my schedule: two, two, five, five. Two days with me, two days with the mother, five days with me, four days with me, with the mother. Dude, that is. And she's been I'm, told that. She, I'm so. I'm just. I'm my my face is hurting from smiling listening to this story. That is that is outstanding. Yeah, absolutely amazing result. She's an absolutely amazing little kid. Um, and yeah, she's uh, she's here with me. Um, usually. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. She's with me at the moment, and uh, yeah, she's she's loving it. She's she gets on absolutely fantastic with the family. She, you know, this the whole attempt at parental alienation um, hasn't worked. Um, she's got a fantastic bond with me, and started started with the parental side of the family. But or more importantly, um, there's a lot of callers there who go through this crap, and you go yeah. through this shite of a. Um, forgive my French here, yeah, but. You go through all of this, and 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 the hardest thing is to carry on. I'm going to say to everybody out there, carry on. It's hard. It's tough. It breaks you down. But you know what? That child needs you, so you carry on. Dude, outstanding advice, dude. I don't even know what else to say. That is, you know, you. Uh, I mean, you had the worst, or well, one of the worst case scenarios: supervised visitation, and you still were able to turn it around. Dude, that that means the perseverance that yeah. that shows that you had, and that's amazing. That's that that right there. That's what this that's what this whole channel is about, man. 
Dude, I don't even know what else to say. Some of the callers on there, you know, there's some of them callers in there, like Merge, for example. I've been trying to get a hold of you, matey. Anytime email me. Debbie, all of these people are amazing on the Discord. Anybody's got a problem, they're there. Um, the main main person who seems to be there pretty much all the time is like an IT guy like me, uh, the wizard. Um, he's always there. Um, <laughs> he is. And, you know, it's, it's an amazing, amazing channel. So, Dwayne, I want to thank you for all the hard work you put into these channels. You probably don't see a lot of successes. And they probably happen in the background and you get, you know, tied up with the kids and all the rest of it and you don't see the success. So I wanted to come on here and just say, I, dude, I really, I really appreciate you doing that. And, and it just, I think I, sometimes I really you need that good it. to come out. In the end. Yeah. Sometimes you just need the good news to come out. You know, you hear all these reviews on Amazon, they're all negative, right? <laughs> Nobody ever puts a good review. Up. Well, you know what? This is a good review. Yeah. We've been through the system and, I don't know if obviously you know this, but um, through the groups, obviously I created the UK channel. Uh, you created the UK channel for me. Um, but from the UK channel, lots of people have contacted me directly and I actually provide a support organization here in the UK for those people who are going through the same shit. So I, I do it off my back, like yourself. I don't do it for any money or anything like that. But um, a lot That's of people awesome. are now kind of my clients. Obviously. Yeah. Um, and I help them go through the uh, process and, and beat the legal system that's there to destroy that. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah, um, unfortunately you know, it is. Making Dude, that is amazing. Um, yeah, I've got some amazing Yeah, it's uh you know what? Thank you, Dwayne. Thank you. Well thanks, man. Thanks for so much for calling and sharing that. I appreciate it. Hey, have a great uh oh my god, it's like really late where you are. It's like what, one or two in the morning, right? It's one o'clock in the morning. One yeah. o'clock in the morning. Dude, thanks for yeah, calling and sharing that. You really made my day. You know Thank you so much, man. Thank you, Dwayne. Appreciate that. And thanks everybody in the group. I want to say once again, thanks everybody in the group. I will be on the Discord channel, on the UK channel in a bit, and just wanted to update everybody there as well. But I thought I'll update you live today. Awesome. All right. Thanks for calling, man. That is an amazing way to end to end this, this show tonight. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Guys, we've had a few stories tonight where where it's been some successes out of what we talked about but that that right there is it right i mean a crappy situation everyone's saying you know you're basically going to lose supervised visit you know, an hour at a time and slowly methodically and and for what he was saying i mean for the uk courts to turn around and say all her allegations are lies we do think parental alienation is going on. And oh, by the way, mom, if you do this again, you're going to jail. I mean, that's, you know what? And that's a testament to this guy's perseverance and just basically eating a crap sandwich all the time until he was able to turn this around. I, I don't even know what to say. I'm, I mean, I'm just kind of like, I'm flabbergasted. That's amazing. What I do want to bring up, though, is he was talking about the, the Discord um, oh, my little icon went away. Come on. What's going on here? Is it here? Oh, no. Did my Discord icon go away? Okay. In the comments of this, in the description of this video, there's a link for an invite for the DSD Discord. So it's off Facebook. It's a separate thing, but there's a community of people who um, hang out there. Uh, really supportive. I wish I could, I, I can't read everything that goes on there. I can't even keep up with the comments on my videos half the time. I thought that I had a, a button here 
why is this not, I can't, okay, all right, so it is there, I just can't see it. So if you look, if you go to the main YouTube page, the DSD YouTube page, in the banner under the subscribe now button, which you all should subscribe, there is a link uh, to join the Discord there as well. So do that. And uh, I want to acknowledge, let me flip back over here real quick. And I want to acknowledge uh, Tiffany's super chat. It says, congratulations, great news. It, man, it is. I appreciate the super, the super chat, Tiffany. Thank you so much for that. I am just, I am, I am, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of at a loss. That was a great, that's a great story. That is outstanding. Anyways. I, I'm 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 almost speechless. All right, uh, let's see what we got going on here. <clears throat> Can't do this. I'm looking to see if there's any comments I want to highlight real quick before we get out of here. Um, I favorited a comment. Oh, I was going to do this one. Summer Lane asked, "What do you mean by that? A Gavron warning?" Okay, so in California, I wonder if I can search on this. Uh, whoops, California Gavron order custody or uh, family court. Let me see if I can family court, da 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 da, blah blah blah. Um, okay, all right, so let me see if I can pull this up on the screen. Uh, hit the right button. So a Gavron warning is a notice issued by the court to a supported spouse, which states that he or she is expected to become self-supporting. A Gavron warning is frequently used to, to the supported spouse at a time the, the spousal support order is made. So it, I, I don't know exactly what it means. Um, but my understanding is, oh, I got this. Oh my God, the sun's, I forgot to close my window. The, uh, the Gavron, my understanding is, is basically an official notice saying, hey, you have to become self-sufficient so that you can start either lowering or removing spousal support. So even, you know, my ex, like for my situation in California after 10 years, if you've been married for 10 years, it's alimony for life. The Gavron warning is a mechanism to start trying to reduce that or re eliminate it. <coughs> so um, I don't know. Technically, I don't know exactly how it works. I'm going to have to find out, though. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, I've got another uh, super sticker. Hold on. Let me, uh, let, me, let me go back to all comments. Alan did uh, a super sticker, and it says, It's a hippo character going really fast on his chair, propelling... The chair across the room. Okay, I, I just I just have to show this. This is hilarious. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this and I'm going to go like this. And then I'm going to go like this because it's hilarious. This is what we're talking about. Let's see. Can I make it bigger? Isn't that funny? I like the super stickers. And I also, I always get a kick when I have to read it. So on my other software, I'll just pull it up because it's funny as hell. Um, it doesn't show it. It just says it. So it's like, quote, a hip, the hippo character going really fast, propelling across the room in a chair. That's, <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, what did it, Okay, so let me turn that off and go back over here. Let's see. Remember, this is about children getting the best. Oh, Second Horizon says, remember, this is about children getting the best possible. Did you say... 
possible outcome, maybe. And Reagan Nampshi, I can't even pronounce that name, says, uh, absolutely, Second Horizon. Up Your Food Game says, amen to that. All right, guys. On that, we passed the two-hour mark. Maybe I'll make this a podcast. But what I am going to do right now is go like this. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with me tonight. Thanks for all the phone calls, people calling in and sharing their stories. It's always cool to to get that. And uh, I also want to, hopefully this button will work, say thank you to, is it going to play, all the people who have become channel members to support the channel. I really appreciate it. It helps keep the lights on, keeps things going. I mean, actually, these stories is what really helps. But on that, have a great rest of your night, rest of your morning, depending on where you are on the planet. And uh, sign up for the notifications so you see the next time we go live. All right, guys. Talk to you later.